Hey everybody, it's Leanne from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society and welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We will talk about everything from tips and myths on gear, maintenance, techniques, education, and so much more with our very informed guests. So thank you for joining us today. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about tires, all about tires, with our special guest from Riverside Honda and Skidoo, Spencer Bevan. Welcome back. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me again. Well, you know, you're our go-to for these kinds of topics, which is great because you got all the knowledge. So tires, let's just, let's jump into this because there are a lot of different kinds of tires. Let's, let's talk about how do you choose tires? What kind of tires are there? Let's start there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Let's start with that. Um, So uh, probably one of the more popular types of tires out there would be like touring tires. And these are kind of uh, sort of like a Jack of all trades tires. Uh, sometimes you'll see like sport touring tires as a bit of a hybrid, but uh, they kind of fit a wide array of weather conditions. You know, they can handle rain, they can handle big temperature differences, whether it's blazing hot outside or like, you know, a few degrees above zero. Um, and uh, yeah, they usually have a bit of a higher treadwear rating than uh, some sport tires out there just because, you know, a lot of touring bikes guys are putting on, you know, tens of thousands of kilometers a season. So they don't want to be going through multiple sets of tires a season. Um yeah, and they uh, usually have uh, higher load ratings, too, for larger bikes that carry cargo or another passenger. Um, yeah, I had touring tires on my Speedmaster, which is a, you know, a cruiser-type bike. And mm-hmm. I apparently won an award for getting over 30,000 kilometers on my back tire, which oh. apparently was weird. But um, they were Metzlers. I, like, the oh, whole time yeah, I had the bike... I got like I got about thirty thousand kilometers out of a back tire every time, and I changed my front tire more often. That, that's uh, that's backwards. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's backwards from what I've usually experienced. <laughs> it's backwards from what everyone has experienced. Just, like, but leaning over your bars the whole trip or something. Well, or? I think it's. I mean, one of the things I think people pointed out was I wasn't peeling out of every stop oh. because I've got nothing to prove. I'm just out for a ride. Yeah. So, and yeah. I'm yeah. not as heavy and. I don't pack as much on my bike for trips. I don't know, but it was backwards and weird, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like front tires, I guess are generally cheaper. So that's probably good. (laughs) But then I got my sport bike, which then I learned different things about different tires, which takes us into sport tires. Yeah, definitely. So sport tires, um, uh, they usually have a little bit less uh, rain siping than touring tires. And siping is kind of uh, the smaller little cracks all not not cracks i guess that's misleading the smaller channels in uh, the uh, tread where uh, in the, uh, the smaller channels in the tread that kind of channel um water away from the footprint of the tire because without those channels you can uh, run the risk of like hydroplaning even over small puddles and you know all it takes is one second of no grip on your front tire and that can put the bike down right there so um sport tires generally are you know for nicer days when it's not wet out um they might have a little bit of siping for just if you get stuck out in the rain um but it's not kind of their main concern and uh they also usually use softer compounds than touring tires so they don't last quite as long but they also stick to the pavement much better um and uh, they are also sensitive or more sensitive rather to colder temperatures so a lot of sport tires out there um once you get kind of you know 
below like 10 degrees or so, they get a little bit unpredictable. So they're kind of more meant for, you know, nice sunny day to go ripping on nice asphalt. So basically, if you're on a sport bike with sport tires in the early spring and late fall, you just want to be a little bit more cautious of how you're cornering and braking. Yeah. And like, you want to be kind of cognizant of like, you know, is it cold outside or, you know, did it rain overnight and are, are there puddles in the corners or on the shoulders, things like that. Right. And so you have the sport bikes that are on the street, but are there specific tires for the guys who are out on the track? Yeah. So, um, race tires kind of take it even a step further, uh, where a lot of the time they don't even really have a tread design on them. They're just it's totally slick. Sometimes they'll have like, you know, a very minor tread pattern on them just for, to handle the, like a very small amount of water. Um, but usually they're basically slick tires. Um, and they're pretty much meant for strict track riding. Like, you know, the, the smallest amount of water on a slick tire, you don't really need to have too crazy of an imagination to picture what happens there. Um, but they're very soft, sticky tire compounds. Um, they don't last very long at all compared to street tires, but you know, they're not meant for, you know, lapping up the miles or made for the best performance that you can get out of a tire. So, uh, they, you know, stick like glue and do not last. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of like, um, the world's fastest Indy in the movie for those of you out there who have watched it, obviously know that I have a history with the Bonneville soft lots myself and the story Mm -hmm. of Burt Monroe basically, shaving off all the tread on his tires to be able to qualify to go out and ride to to race the salt for his record which was pretty funny but it's true and i mean yeah the wet conditions the slicks not probably great but no yeah they like in a real race scenario if it was a rainy day and they didn't just outright shut the race down they'd all be switching to their rain tires right yeah which leads us right into rain tires Absolutely. So uh, these uh, are less common for on the road because usually touring tires have adi- uh, adequate enough siping to not require dedicated rain tire. Uh, but for uh, racers who want to still be able to ride when the track's wet, uh, these tires will still be made of the softer compounds like race tires are, except they will have many, many channels and grooves on the tread to divert away as much water as possible from underneath the bike and uh, to try and eke out as much grip as possible when uh, the ground is soaking wet, which is not an easy task for a tire. Yeah, but those guys out at the track, they'll they'll keep going if they have the rain tires. Like, the race oh, goes on, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and uh, it's kind of like, if everyone's on rain tires, then no one's on rain tires. So everyone's <laughs> on the same level ground, right? So <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Which then brings um, us into, like, adventure tires. Like, I've got a, well, I guess dual spurt tires might be different from that, but like full on adventure tires, like all the guys that do constant off road, whether it be motocross or whatever, what are we looking at for those? Yeah. So like the adventure bike tires are usually more biased towards road. Um, so you generally you'll see, you know, 80% on road, 20% off road, or maybe like 70, 30 or something like that. Uh, but they still have um, a pretty recognizably street tread on them, but uh, they might have more negative space between the blocks on the tread. And uh, basically what negative space between blocks does is it gives uh, the, like the top soil somewhere to go between the tread. Um, so you actually can get a little bit of grip out of the tire on looser conditions. Um, and they have lots of siping for rain and stuff like that. So they're kind of meant, they're, they're, like I said, they're mostly for street, but you should be able to, you know, hit a dirt road or go down some single track if you find a fun looking trail or something like that. So we would put those on like, say, uh, the Africa twin. 
yeah, like bikes like the Africa Twin or like, you know, the BMW GS series or any of those like larger displacement bikes that aren't necessarily like that nimble for off-road and that you're not going to be, you know, uh, doing any hill climbs really or anything on, you're going to probably lean towards adventure tires so you can get the most out of them on the road. Cause a lot of those bikes do quite a bit of touring too. Right. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I have a dual sport in my garage now. And when I was picking what tires I wanted new on that, we had a long discussion about what kind of riding I was going to do, but we'll get into that later. Let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what dual sport tires are. Yeah, so um, they kind of are the next step uh, towards the dirt from Adventure Tires. Um, They generally are, you know, maybe like about 50-50 or even more biased towards off-road than on-road. So this is kind of for the people who have dual sports, and the only reason they need tires that can do streets at all is to get to the trail that they want to ride, right? Um, So... um, they'll kind of more resemble like knobby dirt bike tires a lot of the time. Like they won't be quite as extreme with like the fine points everywhere. Cause those will wear out in seconds. Uh, believe me, I know. Cause I've got dirt bike tires on my dual sport right now, so. <laughs> but they, they were great off road, but you only get about, you know, 1500, maybe 2000 K out of them really. And they sound really odd on the road. Yeah. Yeah. You get a, you get a lot of road noise off them. Yeah. Um, you can't really lean into corners on pavement too hard because you're kind of dancing on the knobs on the end of the, on the edge of the tires tread. Yeah. It doesn't feel very confidence inspiring on the road, but uh, once you're in the dirt, Oh, it's, it's the best. <laughs> and then, you know, we talk a little bit about like vintage or, or cruiser like style type tires. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, like with vintage tires and uh, cruiser tires can also kind of be lumped in a little bit with touring tires. There's a bit, there's a bit of a blend between there. It's not you know cut and dry really, um, but generally like vintage tires, uh, they don't really have any uh, like set performance advantage, and they're not really designed with performance in mind. They're more designed to like look period correct. If you're restoring like an old bike, and you want to have that old bias ply tire with uh, you know the little squiggly tread on it that you don't really see anymore. Um, or something like that. And uh, they're, they're more so for the look rather than the actual performance of the tire. Perfect. So those are all the different types of tires. And going through those definitions, I guess on my Scrambler, I have more adventure tires than dual sport tires on my dual sport. Because like we had talked about a little bit, you know, how do you pair your tires to your motorcycle? And the guys had a long conversation with me about what kind of riding, how much trail riding am I going to do? And I just got the bike. I want to really know it well. So I just want to stay with what I'm comfortable with. So my tires are rated 90% road, 10% trail. So Um, let's talk about how other people might think about how they're pairing their tires to the motorcycle. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, like the the biggest thing you want to ask yourself is uh, what kind of riding do you expect to be doing and what do you want to be doing? And uh, like on what kinds of surfaces? So if you're going to always be on asphalt, or concrete or pavement or what have you, you know, there's not really any real reason to look at like dual sport tires or adventure bike tires when there's like a a lot of very good, you know, streets, like touring sport tires out there that uh, would be at your disposal. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, things like your budget too, you want to consider that, let's be honest here, because, you know, there are some brands where, uh, like Metzler, you said, very good tires, but they're kind of on in like the upper echelons of what uh, tire prices go for. Avon, especially, also extremely good tires, but they're probably one of the more expensive brands out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have brands, you know, like uh, Kenda, where they're kind of aimed more so at like the low to mid level market. And, you know, they're not bad tires by any stretch. They're DOT rated. They're safe. They do the job. 
And uh, a lot of times they cost maybe like half the half the price of the upper uh, the upper tires. And you know, unless you're very competitive and or you want to squeeze out the absolute most performance out of your bike, usually that does it for you know ninety percent of people. So the cost on the tires sort of plays uh, a role in this, but not really. Yeah, yeah, like it's not not so much for like how the tires are going to be used or what type of tire, but that's more so for the brands, I would guess. Yeah, I think I have yeah. I think I have Avons on the Scrambler at this point. But. Yeah, Avons are very solid tire. They use really good compounds, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you paid a good amount for those. <laughs> I, I think so. It was last year. Uh, I needed to get them before I went out. The the When I got the Scrambler, it still had the original tires on it from 2014. And I wasn't comfortable with the big, long trip with that. So, but yeah, so we're looking at how many kilometers you plan on riding in a season, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, so if, you know, if, uh, and a lot of times you'll kind of come to a crossroads and picking your tires where you're like, I want the most performance possible. I want them to be as sticky as possible. I want to rail every single corner I come across, but I want to get 30,000 kilometers out of them. Like that just is not going to happen. Like, <laughs> Unless you're me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there, there, there are outliers in any data set, right? So that, that, there's you right there. But, uh, yeah, like a lot of the times, like the higher performance tires are like softer compounds just for more grip, but, uh, it's a lot of the times it's picking one or the other. And especially with dual sport tires too, like, um, you, if you go 50, 50, then you have a tire that's okay on pavement and okay on dirt. Or if you go, you know, 90, 10, like you, you have a tire that's quite good on dirt or on asphalt rather. And, you know, okay on dirt. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like there, there's a lot of compromises that you kind of got to come to, but, uh, if you kind of go through the whole little logic tree, usually you end up with the closest thing to your, uh, wants. So as we've kind of alluded to the type of tire does define how you're going to ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to be conscious about what you've bought and then ride to that ability for that tire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like- yeah, like, uh, I, I don't imagine, like, on your scramble, you'd be enter- entering any hill climb events or anything no, right now. No, not yet. <laughs> not, not, not quite yet. Not quite yet. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so, like, wh- whatever tires you go will kind of dictate, um, like, wh- how far you can push your bike and in what scenario, right? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, like I said, when I got my scrambler, it, it had the original tires on it. It hadn't been ridden very much. So of course there was a lot of tread, but there was like, you know, they were old, they were aged out. So let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit about when you should get new tires. Like the, like we've always said, that's your only point of contact with the road. You got to make sure those are solid. So what are the things you want to look for to go, Oh crap, I got to start planning for new tires. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, low tread, like, or like, like with yours, even if the tread looks good or the tread depth looks good, rather, that doesn't necessarily mean that the tire is good to go. Right. Like, uh, for example, that same like 84 CB 450 I had way back in the day when, uh, when I first bought that, um, it was about a week before I could get tires put on it, but it was also my only vehicle at the time. So I was riding around on these tires where I don't even want to know how old they were, but they, had you know sidewall cracks all the way around the circumference of the tire both front and back sidewall cracks on the tread they held pressure but uh driving those around for a week did not feel good you know hitting potholes on the white mud going 80 i was uh i'm not a religious man but i was praying to god every single time i hit a pothole (laughs) 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 um so yeah like aging you want to look for um even if there's no cracks uh sometimes old rubber will kind of get like a it's almost like gets a bit of an enamel on it 
where it's glossy feeling and doesn't really feel like rubber anymore. Like you can run your fingernail along it and it doesn't really catch on it. That's also a sign that it's starting to dry out and age. And, you know, you wouldn't want to be trusting a tire like that either. Yeah. And yeah, then you've got um, the ones that tend to flatten a bit. Now, with that said, we've talked about this before. Spoked rimmed um, motorcycles usually have the the tube inside <laughs> and they tend to lose air. Like I have to check mine at least every couple of weeks or so to make sure that my air yeah. pressure is right. So it's not that my tires are bad. It's just that type of tire. But in yeah. the normal cases, if your tire won't hold air, probably a good time to replace it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, uh, you can, you always use the little soapy water trick to figure out where your leak is coming from. Because uh, just because, like, the tire is losing air doesn't necessarily mean that it's the actual tire itself that is the cause, right? Because I've seen before uh, where, like, a rim can be damaged and maybe it's leaking from the bead or uh, maybe, like, a little pebble or some rust has kind of found its way into the bead of the rim there, so it's leaking through the bead. Um, I've even seen rims that are damaged about right in the middle, so they're not even leaking on the bead, and those are those leaks are tough to find a lot of the time. Um, but, uh, yeah, like it's, you, you want to be kind of checking the whole thing with soapy water if it's not holding air before you just go throwing tires at it, because then you can just run into the same issue. Now, what happens if you take a, a nail in your tire? There's people out there that think that you can plug it and ride it until that tire's tread wears out. Like, do you honestly think that's a good idea when you only have two uh, tires or should you be going to replace that tire right now? Yeah, like uh, with, with plugs, like, you know, like we said before, cars are a different story where you can throw a plug in a car tire and you can ride that thing until it's bald and you'll probably be fine. But we don't really want to be taking those kinds of risks when we only, we've only got two tires to uh, go off of. Um, so I would, I, I would keep a plug kit on you just, you know, if you take a nail on the road, you can. It's an emergency thing. It gets yeah, you to the sure. next place to get a proper tire put on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, you don't, you don't want to be riding that up for the season and just letting it buck like that. Uh, you know, probably nothing too bad would happen, but we don't want to be operating on probabilities for our safety. So, <laughs> and then I guess the only last reason why you would consider changing tires is because all of a sudden I'm going to go do hill climbs and I need paddles on my tires to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, if you hit, if you hit that 10% of dirt that you've been talking about with your tires and you find you really like that 10% more than you like the 90% on road, it's time to change your tires for sure. I hit gravel once on my cruiser and that wasn't very fun. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah, want to at a hundred kilometers an hour. I kind of didn't notice that the road changed, but <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for helping us out to understand all the different types of tires. There are, you are always such a great informative guest and we really appreciate all the things that Riverside does for us. So with you. that, you're very welcome. To make sure that you don't miss out on any of our upcoming podcasts or listen to previous ones, make sure you click on subscribe or follow wherever you get your, your podcast ear candy from. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover or a guest you think would be great on the show, let us know. How? Well, you can reach us on all of the socials or you can get through to us on our website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike. See you out on the road. <laughs>